Yes, ladies and gentlemen, how are you doing out there? This is Intergalactic Interviews, and this is episode 104. Or is it 104? Who knows? You only know when we get to 110, because that's actually how you say that. How you doing, folks? Are you having a great week? I'm having a fantastic time. Did you miss us last week? Maybe not. It was a long weekend. Maybe you loved us. Maybe you didn't get your week started off right. Well, guess what? We're going to start your week off right and correct right now by letting you know about a fantastic offer. If you go online right now, floathouse.ca, you can find yourself the best, best offer I can probably give you right now to check out the premier isolation tank experience in the lower mainland. Do you know what that is, Mr. Saavedra? Uh, that would be floathouse. Floathouse.ca, ladies and gentlemen. Go to floathouse.ca right now and use our podcast promo code IIPODCAST and you can save how much, Saavedra? That would be 20% off of your float experience. God damn, that's a lot of money to save on mm. an experience that totally benefits your mind, body, and soul. What? Ladies and gentlemen, let's get serious for a sec. It's amazing. It's a super clean facility. It's uh, full of educated people that will love to share with you their own experiences and put you on the right path. It's like a spa for your mind. You get your own beautifully plush house coat and private tank. It's, it's fantastic. Our guest today, Sean Ram Jengsing. Rammer loves it. I'm going to leave right now and go in the tank. That's right. See? <laughs> it's, a, it's a hell of a sell, hell of a pitch. What can I say? We, we love where we are, and we love to float, and you should float. We float. You should float. Let's try it out. Go to floathouse.ca. Use our podcast promo code IIPODCAST. Oh, yeah. Get 20% off. Ladies and gentlemen, we're here with uh, a man making a return to the scene. Maybe I should introduce our, our table here first. Uh, to my immediate right, I have, uh, uh, let's see, the... Uh, the I'm gonna say the sadistic, the sadistic Michael Savedra, but he's not that sadistic. He's actually a great guy. Sure, let's go with that. Uh, <laughs> the, the, yeah, the, I'll, I'll go with that. The stupendously sadistic <laughs> Michael Savedra. How you doing? Uh, we also have the uh, uh, cor corporeal, uh, carnivorous Chris Martin. Uh, to my immediate far right. He's back. Yeah, he is back, actually. This is the return of, of Chris Martin. And you know who else is making his uh, triumphant return to the show is uh, the, uh, I'm going to say this right now. Let's, let's use some alliteration. The uh, the ravishing. <laughs> <laughs> the uh, 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 Rambunctious. The rambunctious. Nice one. Nice. We're going to go full alliteration on this. Ravish, ravishing, rambunctious, and uh, the the reverent uh, Sean Ram Jengsing. Ladies and gentlemen, he's, it's the return of Rammer. Give it up. Let's just do it. <laughs> Boom. There you go. There you go. That was, that was a mouthful, thank you, thank sir. You, thank you. Sir, that was a mouthful. Uh, how are you doing? I'm doing good. It's been a while since we've had you on our show, and we appreciate you making your return to the show. Excited to be here, as always. It's just like you left it, isn't it? It's, it's uh, <laughs> no, <laughs> no. Yeah, we had uh, basically a complete different full-scale turn since last time. I think we were in a bank vault last time, sweating, and now we're just sweating so in warm. a different room. <laughs> with, not, light and with light and some light. And, what? Yeah. yeah, there's like crazy moss on the wall. And uh, yeah, we're here at beautiful Float House Studios. It's fantastic. Um, Will I fit in the tank? That's what I've got to figure out. You know, I was just talking with Mike Zarembo outside, who's a co-owner of this place, runs the place, and he, he was, that's why he was asking. He's like, how tall is uh, Rammer? And I was like, I was like, yeah, I think he's like 6'10". Is that, you're 6'10", right? 6'11". 6'11". Wow, yeah. I undersold you at the front Christ. there. I think oh, 6'11". <laughs> so I, I tried to shave an inch off there, and, and he was like, oh, it might be tight. might be tight. <sighs> but I don't know. I'm, I'm sure we can make that fit. They're huge tanks. They're, like they're giant tanks. Like, uh, I mean... If you think about the the commercial scale that they need to be able to accommodate, like they have, 
it has to be able to accommodate all walks of life. What do you mean? I'm trying to say <laughs> collegiate players of all walks, <laughs> <laughs> collegiate ball players, you know, that kind of thing. Gotcha. Yeah. What are, you, what are you trying to say, MD? Jesus. Just trying to understand. Yeah. I, uh, <laughs> you're like, you know, I came all the way down here to do this show, not to be insulted. <laughs> uh, I actually, uh, I, I wanted to say uh, thank you for coming to do the show again because, funny enough, we ran into Alex Sparling on the way down here. <laughs> and, and he's a character. He's a cut up. We love that guy. Um, but last time we interacted on a podcast format, uh, yourself and myself, we were on Knights of Dunsmere, I believe, and uh, we were just doing playoff predictions. That's right. Did I or did I not predict that Habs would sweep the Lightning in four? You did. Yes. You did. That's an official 100%. remembrance. <laughs> you did. a prediction. You just would always say that anyway. That's, that's true. Yeah, that is true. Well, that's just a baseline yeah. thought. I love to cut to the clip so he's like right one now. One for thirty-six yeah, or something like, like that. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. yeah one for thirty-six. <laughs> I mean, you know, those are a hell of odds out there. I, I'll play those. That's like roulette. Let's do that. You know. Uh, the the funny thing is though, uh, uh, Rammer did really well with those predictions too, if I recall. I think you did pretty well all throughout the first and second round, and I think no one really got. No, I fell apart after no. that. I think. But you came in. You were so prepared. You had, you were the only guest that came in with like. Like stat lines and like brackets, you had everything all laid <laughs> out. Making notes. I was yeah. like, I was like, wow, you actually brought brackets and stuff. You didn't just write it in your phone. You're like, no, no, no. I put some thought into this. That's right. I, like, I appreciate that. That That's was good. Right. And just with that, that level of expertise, I ex- I appreciate the fact you're going to sit with us and chat a little bit about. Obviously, we got to talk about the game coming out tomorrow. NHL 17 available in North America September 13th, 2016. It's a lot of numbers to remember off the top of head. Just think, what, it's an hour and a half from now? An hour and a half. An hour and a half from now in Vancouver? That's right, an actually. And uh, back east. And look at you spending this time with us. I mean, you That's should right. easily be with your family, enjoying yourself. There's no way you should be with us. We appreciate that. Trolling uh, forums, just like reading comments. Yeah, exactly. Uh, so um, let's talk about this for a minute. It's available worldwide on the 15th, right? 15th, that's right. Which, which is... When, Thursday. When Thursday, right? Thursday, yep. So Thursday. Uh, so this will be out, this episode, hopefully, I'm going to try and get this out in like 24 hours. Hopefully this goes out right away. Um, but I just moved. We just bought a place uh, in the city. Nice. outside. Well, you know, within the city. Yeah. And uh, it's just been chaos. So everything's boxed up and everything today. I had to scramble to find the hard drive today to do this. I, I was like, oh, yeah, we've got to do the show. And I was like, <laughs> fuck. It's buried under all these... <laughs> articles of clothing and two cats nick two cats and knickknacks basically yeah so it was kind of a an issue there but um let me ask this uh with the game coming out it's getting really good reviews yep. it's getting uh stronger reviews than last year's game yep. um seeing as how you see things on like such a broad uh a, an annual entry let me ask what is it like to see that kind of reaction after you know you guys are pulling yourselves up by your bootstraps from a public yeah. opinion, well, how, how does how does it feel like? Yeah, it's awesome. It's great. It, I mean, it's fantastic because the uh, it's what we do in sports is just a really aggressive cycle. And you know, before you know NHL 17 hits the shelves, we're already thinking about NHL 18. Uh, figure out what we want to put in the game. So with NHL 17, you know, you know, probably 14 months ago, we started thinking about what the future set was going to be. And, you know, for me and my role to see all the features come together and you have an idea of how you want it all to come together, but until you actually see it, you don't know what you have. And then you see it and then you need to validate it. And, 
you really can't validate until fans get their hands on it. So we yeah. do that with the beta and you get start getting, you know, you get the feedback from the beta, you apply some of the feedback, you see the positive reaction, you feel like you're onto something, you got some good momentum leading into launch. So, um, you know, for us to be, you know, a couple hours away from launch here right now and see the positive feedback, it's exciting. It is pretty exciting. I think uh, what also is exciting, if I could throw this out, is I think we're live now on Facebook. We are live on live Facebook. Live on Facebook. How you doing, folks? Uh, maybe some people will be start gathering in there shortly and just say hello. How you guys doing? We're here with uh, Sean Ram Jang Singh, a.k.a. Rammer, more more affectionately known as Rammer. There you uh, go. I, I would like to... Uh, I like to ask the audience right now if there's uh, questions out there they'd like us to ask Rammer, uh, within reason. Something like, well, why can't you play as the Edmonton Eskimos in uh, NHL? <laughs> That's just you know, it's a Canadian thing. Is that not a thing? Yeah. <laughs> it's on the list for next year. It's on All the right. list. Oh, next year. <laughs> we just put it on the list right now. Yeah. How many times do you get to say that it's on the list for next year? Well, we put. Every, I mean, people always ask where we get our ideas from. We have long, long lists all yeah. the time, and. Uh, I always tell people this, like, you know, fans get to experience what we ship on the disc, but what they don't get to see is all the stuff that didn't make it in. Mm -hmm. um, so that's where we start for the next year is look at the list that we have and what didn't make it in and see what still applies, see what's still applicable, see uh, what's going on in the world of hockey, what's going on in the world of games, do they still make sense, and then start from there, take the feedback from the fans and go. That's smart. I like how engaged um, EA has been with uh, their particular the way you guys do your Q&A format now where people submit questions and then you personally are answering them, right? Like I'm seeing your, your avatar <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> repeatedly yeah. up there. Um, people, I, I like that it's kind of um, crowdsourced in that way like because then you get the best questions, kind of like what we're doing now where it's like you get the live feedback, the live questions. Yeah. I like that. You you know, we've talked about this before where you kind of serve as like a, a lightning rod in some respects <laughs> yeah. for, the, for yeah. a lot of the open criticism that comes out or, or support. Um, this year, though, it must be a bit of a relief uh, in terms of like how people are reacting. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, I just saw some of the reviews that came out a couple hours ago. looks like things are looking very promising. Yeah. yeah. Um, I got to tell you this. On a personal note, I don't play online particularly as much as say a lot of people i know that hut is like the, the biggest mode you know worldwide it's like this giant mode yeah i don't particularly play that mode i do like the way that this draft champions thing is uh, looking yeah, though yeah. i could actually see myself maybe putting some time into that that looks yeah. pretty cool but i am way more of a gm mode franchise guy so this franchise mode it's been rebranded right it's been it's uh yeah it's no longer be a gm we're calling it franchise mode because there's so much new stuff there for you it is I love the fact that this is something I've always wanted to do is like be able to manipulate ticket prices and, <laughs> and like jersey prices and things yep. like that. that. Because that's what it is. Like I, I wanna I wanna be able to turn a franchise around. I wanna be able to go in and like fix something. Like I'm a huge Habs fan, but like the idea <laughs> of going I didn't know that. Did you know yeah, new fact guys. This is shocking. <laughs> I don't know if you guys shocking need this. news right now. Yeah, I'm just big big fan. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh I, I just wanna I, I just wanna say like Although it may seem like, oh, I'm going to jump right in there and try and, you know, fix things there. It's like, that's not fun to me because it's already, you know, it's 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 this existentialism kind of thing where I, I want to actually jump into, like, Columbus or something like that. Right. Where I'm like, I'm like okay, what, what can we do with, like, all these pieces they have? Or, like, you know, maybe more relevant, something like Edmonton. And say, okay, here, here's a team with a lot of good pieces, but how do we move this around? Because the fantasy element plays in. Now, I don't even play fantasy hockey or, or football or anything yeah, like that. It's yeah. just this, this scratches that itch for me. Oh, totally. And I think um, it's interesting you said the word fantasy because 
when I look at you know the games that we make right now, our sports games specifically, and we try to understand why people are playing, there's so many different like there's so many distractions distractions right now. We're competing for people's time with every game that we put out there. And you know when people play NHL, there's really, in my opinion, there's three primary reasons why people play. And the first one is competition. So when I play, I play against my buddies on the couch to talk smack and to win, or I play online against fans and I try and win. That's, mm-hmm. that's what I get out of sports games. There's also the fantasy element like yourself, the guys who just want to live in those offline worlds, the be a pros, the franchise mode, <laughs> and, and try and manipulate that world and you know win as many Stanley Cups as you can or make as much money as you can this year in franchise mode. Right. Um, and the other piece is just like the social, the social piece where people are going to get together on Friday. I'm still going to get together with my buddies on a Friday night, but it's less about me beating my buddy at the game itself and us getting together, having a few pops together and playing NHL or playing online against my buddies overseas using NHL. So the game is a vehicle for social interaction. So there's three real motivations. And and for us, it's important that we deliver experiences against those motivations every single year. So when you're the fantasy guy and you're like, well, I wonder what's new with the franchise mode or BGM this year. Is there enough there for me to decide to purchase it? Um, We can tell you exactly what those things are and you can make your decision. It is so cool that the the level of of depth that you guys have placed in the game this year, the the overall structure of of how your scouting system moves into like in your drafting and the way you can develop players. And and I just, I like the way you guys have kind of shifted gears in the last few years. Um, A lot of people point to the last game, uh, not counting Legacy Edition. Yeah. A lot of people point to the last game of the last gen, which yep. was NHL 14, 14 I yeah. believe. And it, 15 was definitely an up. The Legacy version was like the updated rosters and whatnot. Yeah. But yeah. Um, they point to that and they say, hey, this was like spot on. A lot of people bring up, uh, this was like bang on. And then and the next gen obviously brings its own, own challenges. Um, how, how do you look at the series developing now that you've had a couple uh, swings of the bat, so yep. to speak, with, with how you're updating? Because like you said, it's an aggressive cycle. Yep. Every year, you guys are, right now, you're on the clock for next year already, which is insane because the game <laughs> hasn't even dropped yet. Um, but the idea that like you have this aggressive cycle you have to be responsible for, um, what, what is it like to you know, see, see this third installment on the next gen? Yeah, I think, you know, if you look at the progression of us on this generation of console, uh, some challenges with NHL 15, getting it onto the new hardware. 16 was about bringing back all that depth and breadth and delivering some new experiences on top of those existing modes. And this is the first year um, where we really have that solid foundation with NHL 16 to build up to build upon, which is why you see this year, it's the biggest feature set we've delivered, uh, biggest jump year on year. Uh, it's the first year in many, many years, probably since NHL 09, I think, when we, when we introduced the Be a Pro and EA Sports Hockey League for the first time, that we're delivering fundamentally like new ways to play. So revamping our franchise mode, draft champions, the World Cup of Hockey is so playable mode, going right. really, really deep with our customization on top of making the other modes that are already there from last year better as well. So um, it's really, you know, it's the foundation that we built over the last two years that's allowing us to push the boundaries so much with NHL 17. It's so amazing. Uh, now, um, some of the other series uh, within the EA umbrella, um, notably like, uh, say, FIFA, sure. um, are, are, you know, they've made announcements regarding the, the new technology with Frostbite yep. uh, and that engine. Um, I, I feel like, I, I don't know if I remember this properly, but I, I feel like did NHL, did, did your dev team, did you guys announce that you you won't be moving to Frostbite with this in order to kind of save some of the elements we're discussing here? Like yeah, order- so not yet. Uh, we won't be on Frostbite yet, but I think uh, when you look at what EA is doing as a whole, um, we're doing a better job than ever before. Uh, just sharing information, sharing designs, sharing mm-hmm. technology, sharing learnings. Um, so for us, seeing FIFA sort of being the first sports game in our family going to Frostbite, 
It's fantastic. There's lots of learnings. Um, anytime you go to a new technology like that, <laughs> lots and lots of learnings, um, which we can leverage and then figure out what, you know, what the right plan is for us to get over there as well. Yeah. Like, and, and you know, kind of lets them, you know, sort out some of those bugs first. <laughs> <laughs> Let them take it. Exactly. You know? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Well, I'm kind of curious, like how dice is like, do you have to interface with them or is it much more central than that? Uh, it, so we do because you know they're the experts yeah. um, in a lot of ways. So dice uh, the, being sorry, should yeah, explain for extremes, people so at home. Yeah. yeah. So the um, you know the FIFA team this year spent a lot of time working with them, um, and as and again that's the great thing about EA is just the size of the organization. We can just leverage the size to our advantage, and uh, we can power through some challenging situations, and mm-hmm. we can share learnings. We can take people from dice and bring over here and work on mm-hmm. FIFA or whatever game needs the help, just to help get bring the expertise to where it needs to be. Yeah. Well, if there's ever a time to take advantage of that, <laughs> you yeah. know that, that would that would be it. You know, if you're going to be this giant co- company corporation, it makes Absolutely. sense. Um, the 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 game itself, when you look at it. Because it's so ready to release right now. Yep. Um, again, available in stores tomorrow, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, this uh, this game, this version. What what is it you personally are excited about? What's your what's your favorite thing about when you're like, oh, I can't wait to blank. Yeah, I actually can't wait to. So first of all, I can't wait to play play online against other people. That's the first piece. Uh, you got the some second, like sick tech, just like gonna like trounce some noobs early. Well, <laughs> so you know, I talked about I, ta- I talked about the yes. Uh, I, I talked about like the you know the, the vision for the game. You start off and you you like we talk about gameplay specifically. Uh, you have this vision for the new features you're gonna put in. We're gonna focus on just tightening up and giving more control than ever before, using the feedback from the fans and new goalies and net battles and and so you have a vision how those changes you're gonna make are going to impact the end user experience and how you envision the game to play after you put all that stuff in. And along the way, there's, you know, there's, 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 there, we kind of bob and weave a little bit in development and we make different decisions and we tune and tweak and we adjust and we change. Um, and then you put it out there in the beta or, or when the game goes live and everyone's so competitive. You actually don't know how they're going to play the game. You have this mm-hmm. vision for them. You want them to play them. You want them to dump the puck in and chase yeah. it. Like, well, who plays dump and chase in a video game? Not very many people do that. <laughs> um, so it's important that we get out there and start playing against people and seeing how people are trying to um, to, to game the game, really, yeah. get, the, get the upper hand. And, and I don't blame people. People talk about glitch goals and people are trying to score. The wraparound. The wraparound or whatever it is. I don't, I don't blame people when I play them for trying to do those things over and over and over again. Something in their head or something that we have in the game has made them feel like that's the best way to give them the best percentage chance of scoring every single down, time down the ice. So mm-hmm. a lot of guys will, times guys will message me and say, hey, there's a glitch goal. I can score in the wraparound every single time. I said, well, okay, you're doing that in, pra- are you doing it in practice? Yeah, I'm doing it in practice. Okay, well, how many mm. times in a game can you actually do it? In a game situation. In a game situation. Oh, or yeah. the network. Because, like, that environment that. changes so drastically. Yeah, there's so many more moving parts, right? Like, people talk about, like, a cross-crease goal as an example. And a cross-crease goal in hockey is a great goal to score. And you're going to score a bulk of the time that you try it if you can get the pass through and make it happen. Sure. Guess what? Teams try and defend the cross-crease pass because of how dangerous it is. So there's a bit of balance there, right? Mm-hmm. So we got to make sure that the game is, you know, as balanced as possible at all times, that there's no one way to score that's overpowered over the uh, you know the other ways that mm-hmm. you can score and that's so that's our job and again it's important for us to play the game to actually see the way that people are playing it the way, way people are trying to um to try to get the most out of the game because it mm-hmm. may not necessarily be the exact way that we envisioned it when we first put, kind of put those features in there see i admire this about you because i think a lot of people in a dev cycle like this especially as aggressive yeah. as what we just described um nine months. yeah exactly nine months <laughs> right yeah basically right? um I, I think um 
I think that's pretty admirable that your your first thing you want to do is not you know relax, but like to <laughs> to play it so you can improve upon what you're doing and, and yeah. just have better uh, understanding of the 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 market that's you know purchasing the game. That's pretty awesome. And I think you know it's a tough situation out there. Anytime you open yourself to a, a market that is you know as demanding as the video game market is, uh, it's weird that sports titles kind of have this additional little like niche to it what, what do you attribute that to like because it seems I, i'm just throwing this out there yeah. i know sim city had issues with whatever uh, a couple years ago online only right but i think that was more of a gamer wide thing right. where people were just like hey this is a dramatic change to everything so yeah. we're we're concerned about it whereas like i'm trying to say like the plants versus zombies team doesn't have to deal with like what you're dealing with, like whether like, like, what do you mean I can't change to the third jersey <laughs> of you know the Atlanta Flames, you know that kind of thing. And like the Atlanta Flames haven't been a team, guys, for like decades, decades and decades. What, which by the way, actually those jerseys probably are included, though, aren't they? Uh, I believe they are. Yeah, they are actually. They are, yeah. yeah. So just throwing, yeah. just so yeah. so hypothetical guy that actually does exist. So yeah. just so you know, like this guy. <laughs> uh, but yeah, like that's what I'm trying to say. Like deep, they don't have to deal with the same kind of uh, aggressive nature that you have to deal with consistently. Well, I think you know? that's, uh, so a couple things I'll say. I think, I think first of all, when you're dealing with sports, you got people that are extremely passionate about their sports. Um, and I think we fall into that category. So people are playing a game, you know, the people that are like myself that are playing it for the competition, you want to win and losing is not fun. Um, so I think people are just extremely passionate just because they're sports fans in, at heart. Um, the second thing is, you know, even Plants vs. Zombies or all games out there have fans that are extremely passionate about it. So uh, people probably aren't, you know, complaining about the jerseys and Plants vs. Zombies, but there's probably other stuff because they put these guys put so many hours into this this pastime, this piece of entertainment, um, that they find the little things that just bug them. And now with social media and forums and stuff like that, there's a there's a channel for people to have conversations about the things that are bothering them in the game, and mm-hmm. also a chance for them. More, probably more importantly, there's there's a chance for them to be heard by developers and have developers go and take that feedback and then go make a change to the game itself. Because it's our job to take the feedback from everywhere, figure out how much of that feedback, how many people have that same feedback for us. Mm -hmm. And if enough people out there have the same feedback, there's something we got to do about it because enough people feel the same way about that situation. So, I mean, we've talked before about just kind of social media and stuff like that. Yeah, I don't want to retread. uh, Yeah, but when people, you know, people, when people reach out to me and, you know, people call it trolling or whatever it is, uh, what people don't see is a lot of times I will go back to them uh, through DM so people can't see it. And, and if someone says I don't like the game, there's nothing you can, I can't do anything with that. But, like, they just, that's but there's something behind that, right? There's yeah. something behind them saying that too. So I'll reach out to them through direct message um, and ask them, you know, say, so you feel that way, but talk to me more about why you don't like it. Right. And a lot of times I'll be like, hey, man, great to hear from you. Um, I'm looking for this one setting in goalie controls. I'm like, well, the setting's actually there. So <laughs> that's not, you know, it's not their fault. They didn't find it. It's mm-hmm. actually, there's the, the nugget in there for us is the fact that we put the setting in there. This guy who's looking for that setting can't find the setting. That's mm-hmm. on us. That's bad UI. That's bad UX. That's, we got to figure that out, right? So, yeah. you know, if there's a million people out there looking for that setting and they can't find it, that's on us to fix. That's right. So it's, 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 
it's getting past <laughs> where the, 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 the first wall sometimes to get to the real heart of the, the feedback itself. I like that you actually put the effort into doing that. Again, that's <laughs> it's, pretty admirable because like it's, uh, it's I, effort for sure. I think most people would just be like, all right, we'll block. That's you know. But it is whatever. funny like how often people can be like, oh fuck this shit, and then you talk to them it's like, well, actually, honestly, this great game, but you know, I didn't like this one specific thing. You're like, oh yeah, oh, okay. yeah. I mean, a lot of times the the, <laughs> the people who are saying that they've put, they've logged you know thousands of hours on the yeah, game itself, yeah. but that's why they know the game in such detail and mm -hmm. can make those comments, right? Because they put their time in, they understand what's going on, and there's these little things above. These little things are the biggest thing in their experience. Mm -hmm. uh, is there uh, any good questions right now, Savedra, on the uh, uh, Nothing other than uh, telling you that the menu system is great and it looks good and works great. Wow. Thank you. So, Thank look you. at that. <laughs> Thank Thank you. interview listeners, nice people. What can I say? I'll say that, you know, I'll say this. The menus are, look completely different this year and when we talk about, we spent oh, a lot them. of time on just um, you know, rebranding the entire look of the game because we wanted to go big with the entire package. And for the time people opened the game up, they felt like it was a different experience. And the other thing is, you know, right now we spend a lot, all of our games, you know, sports and non-sports, spend a lot of time just on the UX, making sure that people can get to where they want to get to. Mm -hmm. um, you're reducing friction points and things like that. So we put a lot of effort in that, a lot of folks testing to making sure that, you know, all of our flows are as good as possible. When you put in something complex like the franchise mode stuff we put in this year or the customization stuff that we did, uh, you know, all that depth can go, you know, out the window if people can't actually figure out how to use it properly and get yeah. that stuff. So uh, lots of testing. So, you know, I, I know the team would um, take a lot of stock in a comment like that just because the effort we put in to make sure that um, people get to, can go where they want to go with, uh, with the depth that we've added. Absolutely. Like, you know, that's, that's pretty cool because, like, there is, like, so much to consider with something like the franchise mode that has, like, I don't know, Infinite menus. Infinite. Yeah. Think about that. Like that, and then, yeah. and then, you know, how how long of a how long of a, a campaign can you do in that respect? Like how many years? Ahead? Twenty five. Twenty five, right? Yep. Like as usual, right? Yep. So, I mean, what's twenty five years from now? I can't do math. What is it? Fifteen. Twenty twelve or something. Twenty four. Twenty. What? <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> Jesus. C Mark goes away for one week. Yeah. This comes is back up. Twenty one. We got yeah, a couple yeah. other uh, questions. Uh, is there? Going to be a Madden 17 draft champion style in an Madden 17. Yes. Yeah. Actually, when we talked, I talked earlier about just kind of uh, the sharing that we're doing sort of within sports, within EA. And so Madden and FIFA both put draft champions in last year and slightly different, uh, slightly different um, approaches to the mode itself, uh, but kind of the same at the heart of it. And so for us, we really, we followed more of the Madden model uh, trying to make it fast, quick, a different way of picking your team or building your team, getting comfortable with seeing players on cards and the, the ratings looking differently. Um, so we're going to pre-populate your team with an average, you know, average at best team. And then with a series of four round, or 12 rounds, you can upgrade uh, 12 players on your roster. So four players come up at a time, you pick wow. one you want to put in, drop them in there. Once you have your team, you take them in a game, you play up to a series of four games until you lose. Um, and then you earn rewards that you can take into Hockey Ultimate Team. So it's, cool. it's an See, interesting that's cool. hub, but it's that really just, it's, yeah. I tell people this, like if you want a different experience, a different way to get in gameplay, a way to play with some really, really great players. I had Crosby with Burry and Lindros on my wing the other day. Uh, <laughs> it's a fun way just to get in there um, and just, you know, and just get comfortable to sort of a, a drafting of players and a, a kind of a hut mechanic and things like that. So it's just a you know, different mode, new experience. Now you're talking about Valray Beret, right? Uh, negative on that. <laughs> uh, how, how dare you? How dare you? Pavel Beret is amazing. Valerie Burley? Beret? <laughs> I, have, I have a Valerie Beret uh, Montreal card, I think, from way back. I remember being so excited. I had Beret, and then I had a, my my uh, friend had to tell me no. <laughs> you, you have you have Beret's brother, which is uh, what was Gretzky's brother's name? 
Uh, his, his brother played too, right? Gretzky's brother played? Maybe someone uh, in the chat room knows. Gretzky. Yes. Gretzky. <laughs> Brett, was there Brett Gretzky? Brett Gretzky? It Sorry, was Brett. Gretzky. Bretzky. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was Brett Gretzky. It was. I'm was pretty it? sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because uh, he, had, he had, I think he had like one or two goals. We got Seymour looking it up right now. Yeah, is it Brett Gretzky? We'll find this out in a minute. But uh, they, they hold the most goals for brothers. Brent. That's right. Uh, Brent. 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 Sorry, Brent. There you go. Brent Gretzky. Jesus. The most goals for brother comedy. That's yeah. right. Because it's like 802 and one or something like one that. One-ish. <laughs> yeah, one-ish, 1. 1.5. <laughs> like yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> that's kind of funny. Um, that's pretty cool. That, that draft champions uh, mode is really cool. I saw that it was, you mentioned that it's divided into these different classes. Um, I saw one that was like uh, all star elite, and then the other one was uh, uh, like young Canadian. Probably young Canadians. That or something one, like that. right? Yeah. yeah so yeah. we got um, so through the series of each of the the rounds that come up, and the uh, you you pick a theme before going to draft champions, mm -hmm. and the theme will influence the pool of players. So if you picked a World Cup theme as an example, you'd only get players involved in the World Cup. Okay. Or if you picked a Canadian theme, you'd only get Canadian players. Or a European team, same thing, you get the feel for it. So um, the theme just influences the type of players that are going to be in the pool that come up um, as your selections. Was that a design choice to reflect maybe just like control, maybe of a, like, instead of being just a free-floating fantasy draft mode, it's like more controlled that way? Is, uh, that more controlled, and I think it, it also gives us more flexibility and we keep, keep it fresh too, right? So we right. can take the feedback from fans. If fans say they want to see you know, a, a, an under-24 North American young guns, young guns theme, we can do that type of thing. So throughout there, we can put new themes out there, just keep it fresh. Oh, that's cool. I like that. Maybe like an all-time Habs. Great okay. theme. Let's just relax. He's like, yeah, yeah. Just kidding. Yeah, I, uh, I do like that, though. Um, I was thinking maybe, uh, is there any, any other questions on Facebook right now? Maybe uh, we can we, go to Reddit if... Uh, we, we have uh, one last uh, question here. Okay. Um, is there a competition, a competition between <laughs> the NHL and FIFA business-wise uh, between the... It's just one team, large... The two teams. Yeah, it's just one large I think, funnel, right, isn't it? <laughs> I mean, I would say there's... There, first and foremost, there's... Uh, there's collaboration between all of us because we all want to see each other succeed. But right. um, of course, there's healthy competition. Everyone yeah. wants to be the best That's right. out there and have the best features and have the most passionate fans. And I mean, people, people, people a lot of times ask me about, um, you know, not having a competitor in this hockey space, you know, having, you know, another product on the consoles. And right, because 2K hasn't done a game in yeah, many, many years, many years now, yeah. right? Um, and so for us, it's, you know, our competition is FIFA, our competition is Madden, our competition is NBA 2K, our competition is, is a mobile phone sitting in front of you. Yeah. Uh, like we're literally, you know, we're competing for people's time. If people, if people aren't going to put that disc in, the NHL disc in, mm -hmm. um, if they buy it and they don't put it in, they're probably not going to buy it the next year. Yeah. So we need to give people reason to put the disc in and keep playing as long as they can. And they want to come back the year after that and the year after that and the year after that. Cause there's lots of different options. If they're not playing NHL, they can go play FIFA, they can play Madden, they can play 2K, they can play other genres. So um, it's the competition for time and, and healthy competition just to be the best. I like that. Uh, let's uh, say goodbye to Facebook real quick here. <laughs> uh, thanks, guys, for tuning in. Uh, this episode drops in, like, I'm going to say 48 hours max, 24 hours most likely. Uh, I'll let Rammer say goodbye to the folks over there. Boom. See you guys later. Thanks for tuning in. And uh, what, what time is it now? Uh, go pick it up. Go pick up NHL in here in Vancouver. Hour, like an, hour. An, hour. an hour. An hour. Yeah. Hour, <laughs> it's uh, 8 p.m. Pacific Standard Time, uh, September 12th at the moment. So I'll be yeah. online in like two hours. Playing, That's right. So.
Boom. Okay. Oh, wait, what's your gamer tag for these people at home? Uh, it's oh, a Ram, yeah, it's a Rammer 34. It's out there already. So <laughs> yeah, it's yeah, it's a, yeah, yeah. I wasn't going to... It's, it's, it's Rammer 34. <laughs> yeah. I already knew it was out there. That's what yeah. I did. Just bury you? Okay. Yeah, yeah we're good there. Uh, thanks for doing that, Svedra. Appreciate that. Oh, you betcha. I'm going to load up these... Uh, geez, it gets so hot when it's live broadcasting. It's mostly just compliments on my excellent cameraman. <laughs> I feel like that's probably true. Yeah, you got carpal tunnel from going left and right so fast there. That was pretty crazy. Real sharp. Uh, I was going to say, uh, man, it's a warm phone right now. I can't really get over this. Uh, let me pull up these questions here while I do this. But uh, I was going to say, uh, once again, uh, it's it's strange that your competition in this space, like you were saying, is I, I like that you're approaching it as... It's beyond gaming at this point. It's oh, an enter well, because yeah. it's an entertainment. Because yep. some people are like, like if you do a first-person shooter right now, yep. they're like, well, we got to go against like the big dogs. We right. got to go against Medal of Honor. We got to go against uh, Call of Duty. You got to go against Medal you know, of Honor. What's an EA title, guys? Have some respect. <laughs> Battlefield might be a bit more. Have Medal of Honor. When was the last time just, somebody asked about? That? Guys, I, I haven't played games in 15 years. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, no, I'm like, pretty sure they're going up against Goldeneye. Goldeneye. <laughs> they're making a comeback. You know, Rare's doing pretty well these days. Yeah. So, uh, uh, guys, have some respect. God damn it. <laughs> yeah. Seriously though. Uh, but yeah, like if you go if you go up against a first person shooter, obviously the usual suspects come up and like who you're going against. But for the for the dev team to take the attitude that you guys are taking, which is just like actually we're competing with your mobile phone because this occupies ninety percent of your time. Yeah. And and what makes you put this down long enough? You know, like I I remember uh, I remember several marathon sessions of playing NHL like like the last I don't know at least. 15 uh variations of the game yeah, yeah. um and and playing so much through the development of cell phones that i would at one point i would, I would play and i'd get mad at my fucking friends if they would check their phone in and like like it's okay during intermission little yeah. one second break with that but in between every puck if you're grabbing your phone i'm playing through like i'm, I'm playing right through. i don't care I, I i will score on you and you will text whoever you're texting and be mad i don't care like it, it's upsetting but that's weird like that didn't used to exist people didn't used to be able to like interrupt their gaming experience like that that's a real thing that happens all the time yeah very strange um I'm looking up these questions here. That was my uh, filler comment. <laughs> and then you turned your phone yeah. off. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I was like, make it good, Jamie. Here we go. Uh, let's see here. Full. Here's the full thread. Uh, okay. I'll just ask the top voted one. Is that it? Yeah, fire away. I'll clean her up if it's uh, not very nice. These ones here. I said, very nice. I said specifically, uh, I will not insult my guest, so be nice, I said. So there you go. Uh, it says, uh, as him, not ask, as him why they haven't updated scouting player development in a be a GM mode, franchise mode. It's not even legible, but it was the most, up <laughs> it was the most upvoted uh, comment. So they, they said, yeah, how do, how do you plan on improving scouting? What affects player development and how do you improve it? Yeah, so uh, I can't speak to the details of all of the little things that we did to improve scouting. So every single year, because um, we're continuing to build on the experience, it's important, again, we take the feedback from the fans, look at our scouting, look at our trade logic, look at our simulation logic, and really just try and optimize it. 
um, and just make it better every single year. So I, to be honest with you, I can't speak to all the details of um, you know all the improvements we made to the logic. Some of the other producers can give you the, the low-level details around that, but I, know, I do know that we spent time on all of that stuff again, just taking the feedback from the fans that we get and just trying to optimize it and just right. make the tweaks to it. I think they're, personally, I think they're fishing for like, you know, like what do you do to make, you know, Ryan Nugent Hopkins like 99 <laughs> overall? You just let me know, okay? Yeah. You just let me know. Uh, up, up, see. down, down. Up, up. <laughs> yeah, you insert the contra code, Konami. Uh, let's see. Um, this is another highly upvoted comment for some reason. Uh, Rammer, why does the scoreboard still get in the way when the puck is in the top left-hand corner? Well, it's supposed to go. Uh, it's supposed to so go. So you can play with the size of it first of all. So that's you right. Know, you yeah. can play with the size of the scoreboard, <laughs> and then uh, it's um, you know when the puck's around, there's logic for it to go translucent, transparent, so it disappears when the puck's up there. So it should mm-hmm. not be getting in the way. This one says, "Rammer, will you marry me?" Uh, no. No. He's out. Firm, firm no. no. Firm, firm no. no. Yeah. No. <laughs> Didn't even want to no. see a pick. No. Tough, tough luck on that one. No. Tough luck on that question. <laughs> Didn't match. Sorry, bud. Sorry out there. Uh, that was the most upvoted question. Yeah. Like, Why? <laughs> yeah. Sorry, user Unistan. I guess that's what it's name. Uh, here's one. Uh, this is from Absolute Zero Offlow. Uh, will we eventually be able to set captains and alternates in EASHL? Not really a super important thing, but we did have that ability back in NHL 14. Mm-hmm. Yes. So yes. you know, come, well, sorry. Coming out. So coming out of beta, I think we, you know, we got that feedback. We've heard that feedback. So um, I, I agree. It's not a super important thing, but for our fans that were able to do it before, it's you know one of the more requested features around the esports hockey league. So it's something that we're looking at. Uh, can't commit to it right now, but it's absolutely. You know, when we talk about lists. It's absolutely on our radar, and understand the fans want to bring it back. So we'll, Big time. we'll get it. We'll get it sorted. Just can't commit to when exactly. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Makes yeah. sense. Um, <laughs> Uh, hey, can you please ask Rammer what is going on with the stick lift button? Since the update, it's completely worthless in this person's opinion. So what would you say? <laughs> yeah, I, I would say that, you know, prior. So one of the things we're doing right now when we try to balance game plan, we look at our poke checking, our stick lifting, our hitting. Yeah. Um, is to make sure that it's as balanced as possible. So um, I believe we dialed back the stick lift a, bit, a little bit, the effectiveness of stif- stick lift, because Good. we felt it was too overpowered. Uh, but we'll see. I mean, the game's going live in you know an hour and a bit here. Uh, we'll get the feedback from it. There's lots of you know lots of information yeah. to track around that stuff. We yeah. have we have a feel for what we'd like to see in terms of effectiveness of the stick lift, mm-hmm. and we'll see how it's actually playing out when there's millions of games happening. Because I saw a really neat uh, infographic get passed out after you guys did uh, uh, open access. Yeah. Um, inside, insider access, actually, is what it's called, I believe. Uh, EA, EA access. E- EA access. Yeah. Insider EA access. Uh, <laughs> I saw an infographic came out that said, like, some, some uh, how many games were played total? Do you remember off the top? I don't remember off It was, hand. like, no. thousands, like, tens of thousands. Like, so many games in, like, a four-day period yeah. and then you guys actually gifted an extra day didn't you you're like uh, oh we, yeah yeah we went a little bit early and then uh with the beta we actually extended the beta by a couple three four days wow on top of that too so so just all the info you can possibly get right so there's pretty good wealth of data but then this mass release will be like the real this will be the real juice of it yeah, yeah. that's where we get everyone rolled by going. yeah right because i guess like the hardcore versus casual element is pretty like that that ratio is pretty high when you're dealing with that insider access. Yeah, It's just absolutely. called EA access. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah, the kind of thing. Uh, okay. Uh, Rammer, will there be future additions in owner mode, such as budget allocations for management and coaching and scouting? So I think uh, we kind of touched on this earlier, but just in case someone's watching this right now, uh, do 
you want me to repeat your answer? <laughs> no, no, I think no, I think I mean the coaches, coaches, scouting, staffing, or sort of uh, you know a lot of things that people that play franchise mode are asking for mm-hmm. on top of um, the stuff we had this year. So um, yeah, I think it's on you know it's on our on our radar right now. We're trying to figure out sort of what it fits in from a priority perspective. Mm-hmm. I think. Uh, you know, as as game designers, it's important for us to take the feedback from fans and you know prioritize the feedback and put in those features that our core fans are 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 looking for. Um, but there's also um, it's, it's an obligation, in my perspective, for us to be thinking about what fans aren't thinking about as well. You know, looking at genres outside of sports, um, looking at what's happened in the real world, just looking at different game mechanics out there, maybe in mobile or stuff like that, and just figuring out maybe the unexpected and put some of those unexpected features back into our sports game. So, you know, part of it is absolutely taking the feedback from the fans, understand what they want. The second piece of it is thinking about what they're probably not thinking about. Mm-hmm. Um, because if you're just the franchise guy, you you probably have tons of feedback, what you'd like to see in franchise mode. But, um, you know, two years ago, nobody's thinking about draft champions mode. Um, True. It's gone over really well in front. In, uh, look FIFA at that reaction in this room alone. We're, we're all like, well, that sounds pretty cool. Like, yeah. I'd actually play that, you know? And, you know, no, you know, very, very few fans, if any, would <clears> say, hey, two years ago, you guys should, EA Sports, you guys should put a draft champions mode or something like that in your game. Like, no one's thinking about those things. You're just thinking about your franchise, your be a pro, your online right. experience, and saying how they figure out how to make that better and adding captains, assistant captains yeah. to the EA Sports Hockey League. So, you know, it's it, there's an obligation for us <clears> to be thinking sort of outside the outside of the box um, to just try and deliver the unexpected and raise the bar and push the boundaries every single year. I like that. Yeah. So do you guys have, uh, like, I know FIFA was doing the like the mobile drafting last year. Is that, like, something that the hockey game is also following? I'm not... Uh, I, I didn't play what, it last. What's uh, mobile drafting? It's just, like, where you open the, like, deck of cards almost like with uh, ultimate team yeah so they have, like, they, had a, they have a, uh, a fifa ultimate team companion app um so oh, we so, okay yeah so, we had one a couple of years ago um it's something again i you know i'd love to be able to be sitting at my desk and be playing on my mobile phone so it's something that uh, <laughs> i think you know a lot of fans have asked for that extension <laughs> was the companion app for the nhl was that was if i recall wasn't it more like it was online based right like in terms of friends following and yeah, like, it was like, for uh, it was for Ultimate Team and also for GM Connected at the time. Right. As well. yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah, GM Connected. Yeah. I man. Okay. Speaking of which, I wouldn't have brought this up until I, I just remember this now. In the subreddit where I gathered these questions today, about two weeks ago, I saved it somewhere deep. It's too much too much effort to go take for it right now. But I saved it. Someone had wrote, uh, "Guys, we don't ever do this, but we're opening up uh, a franchise spot in our GM Connected league for PS3." Um, if you guys are interested, uh, we've been playing since its inception. Wow. So since like what that'd be 2014, I guess. Yeah. yeah. Or 2013, Probably really. 13. That's right. Yeah. yeah. So they're like for the last three years, we've just been updating manually, <clears throat> roster sharing the right. games, and getting all this stuff going. And uh, I think that's incredible that someone's you know doing that. Like like there's a wrestling game just conversely. Uh, are you familiar with WWF No yeah. Mercy? Right yeah, from yeah. Uh, THQ. Um, People and fans still play that game and still update it and like still mod it and whatever. And and that's pretty crazy. The GM connected thing seems to always come up when I open the Florida questions all the time. Yeah. Uh, they're probably gonna there's some I haven't even found one yet, but I'm sure there's a variation of this. Uh, people are gonna ask, GM connected, can they expect it this year? Will it be next year, et cetera? You know yeah, how this goes. So not for not for seventeen. Um, I think when we look back at when we look back at GM Connected, um, it, you look at the people that are actually playing it, there's a very small number of people playing it um, relative to the other modes. And, you know, some of the menus are a little bit slow and things like that. 
Um, but the people, you know, the, the amount of leagues that came out there that were created, uh, the majority of leagues only had two people playing it. Yeah. And right. the majority of leagues that made it past, you know, half the halfway point of the first season, very few. The majority, of, you know, the, the amount of leagues that made it past the first season to the second season, even fewer. The like, amount of, you know, the so amount of leagues that went past, right? yeah, yeah. so so tiny. So, um, you know, I think there's, you know, there's a lot of people asking for a connected, like, online experience. We need to figure out, um, you know, what the learnings were for better understand the learnings from there and how to better optimize that experience. And, and you know, if we're going to bring it back in the future, the right, you know, we'll figure out the right way to bring it back because, you know, what we had before, there's some people still playing. People loved it. I think people love the the social element of it, the the competitive element of it. Um, but we need to figure out a way that you know appeases more fans when we bring it back because when you look at the usage numbers, when you look at um, sort of the engagement numbers and how often actually people play it and how few leagues actually made it past the first couple of games. There's, you know, there was issues. There was issues there that we need to resolve when we do mm -hmm. actually try to bring it back. It's weird how people's desire to really jump into something versus like, like, okay, we're actually doing it now. Like the amount of people that leave the show that have never done a podcast, like you've done several, you've done, you know, like many different shows, many different podcasts, many different episodes. Um, the, the amount of people that leave this show and go, that was really fun. And then we're like, yeah, we encourage them. We're always like, you should do your own show. Should, yeah, by yeah. all means, you should do your own show. It's, it's super fun. Do it all. And then they're like, yeah, well, what do I need to do? And they're like, okay, well, here's the amount of time it's going to probably take you. You have yeah. to be able to think this far ahead and it's going to be every week. You have to commit to it. And then, and then they, you could just see them recoil a little bit and they go, oh, well, I don't know. Uh, I don't know if I could find a date. And it, like, they just, fallout so it's probably some variation of that when they're like it's like hey man you want to join my gm connected league yeah absolutely we're only gonna play like you know twice a week once a week you play right we could just find some time for sure yeah. and then like two two weeks and it's like yeah i don't know we're still playing that time. or yeah, i don't, I don't have, have time, time. I don't have time. <laughs> yeah. 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 yeah kind of thing but it's funny though that that one league is going so hard so hard that they were like campaigning to have someone you know so they have a full league this year or something like that that was pretty wild oh that was pretty crazy um uh, what was I going to say? Uh, man, I had a follow-up comment to that, and I lost it with my stupid mod <laughs> wrestling thing. Uh, let me just scan one more, see if there's any more. Uh... Oh, yeah. Okay, here's one. Um, this comes from Nine Foot Banana. Nice. <laughs> Good name. Uh, um, ask him what is EA going to do about the player overall creep. Uh, I think they're referring to like the ratings climb. Yep. Um, player ratings are getting higher and higher, so fourth liners are into the 80s, and stars are getting up to the mid-90s. Kids and juniors are in the 70s. We don't want to be like Madden where you have 399 overalls on each team. Uh, what can we expect for roster sharing moving forward? Um, so, like, first of all... I'll just the first the, one. <clears throat> Let's get the first piece first. Yeah, okay, yeah. yeah. I was just going to say, the guy who's asking about that, it's like, first of all, that's a smack to the person who did all the ratings, that, you know, because they only want a roster share so they can do their own thing. Yeah. Right? But anyway, please, go ahead. Maybe we shouldn't cap ratings at 99 or 100. Just go to... Maybe, it's not, maybe make a scale of 1,000. Maybe that's the scale, right? right? You're like, oh, Crosby's five, anyway, right? 589 yeah, Crosby. And that's, that's the, that's the, that's the key I was going to say. That's the key, right? For us, uh, you know, for us with 11 leagues in the game, um, it's important that you know all the players feel right relative to one another. That's the most. That's the most important. Ratings aside, numbers aside, mm -hmm. uh, relative to one another, the players feel right. So if I take a kid from the CHL, bring him up and put him on the Vancouver Canucks, does he feel like a CHL should, player should feel when he's playing in the NHL? Or you take 
the worst player in Europe or the best player on a European team and bring him to the NHL, and how does that player, how does Anton Rodin, mm-hmm. how's he going to fit in in the NHL? What does he feel like when he plays? Um, so that's the most important piece of it. The, the range of the ratings, um, you know, what, the, what the, the high point is, what the low point is, you know, that's all, that's all debatable. It's for us the most important thing is just the relative scale. Um, and then making sure that the most important piece is making sure that the ratings that we have in there for each of the players allow them to play the way that you expect them to play and the way that you expect them to feel when you actually control them on the ice. Those are the most important things. The actual the numbers are just, you know, a, a scale that, you know, sports games went to way yeah. back when. Um, the most important thing is when you're playing with Bo Jackson from back in the day or you're playing with Henrik Sedin <laughs> right now, that he feels the way you expect Bo Jackson or Henrik Sedin to feel in the game. Itself. Right. I, yeah, I think some of the uproar was probably because, like, Patrick Kane's defensive, you've probably heard this yeah. already. Yeah, the defensive awareness for Patrick Kane is like higher than most defensemen, like actual defensemen. <laughs> like how, do, how does it like, how does a decision like that happen? I, I, I understand you guys work with scouts, right? Yeah, so you, a guy, yeah. Yeah, so you work with, with a, a legit NHL scout. Yeah. Um, and they, they send you these ratings. Now, is this guy from Chicago? Is that how this <laughs> works? No, 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 not at all. But he's, uh, you know, yeah. we, don't have, we don't have the opportunity <clears throat> to sit and assess every single player, yeah. and that's his full-time job is to look at everyone in the NHL, the HL, the CHL, the East Coast Hockey League, um, understand their strengths and weaknesses. So, you know, Patrick Kane, understanding Patrick Kane and how, um, you know, how his sort of defensive awareness, I might don't like that term really, but how he is defensively relative to other forwards or other people mm-hmm. that play his position. And so it's back to the it's all back to the relative right. scale, right? Because it's not he's defensive awareness, whatever high rating, yeah. and then it's relative to his position, right? That's right. So it's it's so people are like, oh, he's got a higher rating than Duncan Keith, and you're like, well, yeah, well, Duncan Keith's the defenseman though. So for defensemen, his defensive awareness is you know it's relative. People like look, they think that overall is literally yeah. overall yeah, terminology thing too. Some people might ascribe they might hear defensive yeah. awareness and it means something to them exactly but the, the game stats are not mm-hmm. maybe accurately we're you know yeah. doing that specifically as they think they are that's yeah. right i just got yeah. a question actually this, this is my own personal question how about that doing actual work how about that um <laughs> not 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 <laughs> crowdsourcing all these questions nice uh yeah i was like these questions are whatever um i was just thinking right now um in that example uh if I was playing franchise mode with uh, Chicago, yep. and I wanted to put for whatever stupid reason Kane as like Duncan Keith's defensive partner. Yeah, you know to take advantage of his defensive awareness or sure. whatever. Yeah, um, is there is there something in that algorithm that says no? Actually, you can't take uh, a winger and put him on, on defense. That'll ruin your chemistry. Is there like a chemistry uh, rating there that no, gets no, affected? But you can put it back. You can put it back there. You put you know if you talk Patrick Kane specifically. Um, he's not going to do very well against some of the bigger forwards in the league. True, yeah. playing playing defense. Um, his backward skating probably isn't going to be as great. His mobility is probably going to be pretty good. Um, he's going to have a hard time in front of the net because of his size battling some of the big forwards. So, pros and cons. Pros and cons. I mean, <laughs> just like real life. Just like just like, I mean, just just like, like real, real life. Just like real life. Yeah, I like that. Did yeah. did you have that not be a penalty in in the sense of um, position? Um, when I mean that, like because of the winger defenseman yeah. uh, designation, did you have that not? Uh, was that a choice not to make that a penalty because of players like, say, Brent Burns or like Dustin Bufflin? Yeah. It, like where you can they do actually switch back yeah, and forth I mean, occasionally. Yeah, if you were just to scrap the whole defensive awareness thing in, in general and just look at the players that 
um, are you know mobility wise are really really good, can shoot the puck, have offensive skills. Like those, that's what we're talking about the Duncan Keys, the Brent Burns of the yeah. world, right? Um, Brent Burns does pretty good for. I'm sure Duncan Keith would probably do okay at, in a forward position. Probably do okay, right? Yeah. Uh, you know Ben Hutton. I, I just actually just found this out. Ben Hutton played you know forward until uh, just a couple of years ago. Um, really? So yeah, he was a forward going to the, when he started in the CHL. He was a forward and got asked. He asked to play D for a little bit. I know that Subban played uh, forward uh, for the Belleville Bulldogs yeah. for like most of his career, and then and then his dad said. Something along the lines of, if you want more ice time, right, you should play defense. Yeah. <laughs> and it's like, oh, okay, cool. Well, I'll do that. And that's why one of his brothers is also a defenseman. One of his brothers is a goalie. Yeah, because you get the most ice time, get the most face time. Makes sense. Makes yep. a lot more sense. Because everyone wants to score the goals. Everyone wants to score goals. That's right. That's right. There's only so much ice time for that. Um, speaking of which, uh, let me ask you this. I know you you obviously have interacted with a lot of players in your time uh, at EA. Um, we switch gears here off. Uh, off NHL for a second, yep. the NHL game, and just just chat hockey, just as fans, the sport here for a minute. That'd be kind of cool. We have some really cool things happening uh, in the world of hockey right now with uh, the World Cup of yeah, hockey. Yeah. Obviously, that mode is featured in the game, yep. which I'm very excited to play. I think that's really cool. You guys are taking advantage of that international uh, aspect. I've always wanted that in the game. I've always thought it'd be cool to have it within the game where um, you can like actually have those teams selected like i know you've always had the national teams represented but they yeah. actually have the license the licensed version of those teams and games I, I love that i think it's amazing um let me ask what is your prediction right now rammer since you're, you're doing so well <laughs> in predictions who who is your prediction for the finals game let's just pick that because if you could if you could pick the finals uh, pretty good because so canada's, canada's gonna be there for sure for sure because the god king carry price the other day in the exhibition that was his first return to the ice, and I, I have to say, I watched with bated breath, and I was very, I was very actually happy to see him take the L in the in the first back, yeah. because uh, now he knows what that feels like, and he'll never go back there. That, that's oh. that's Carey Price motive, guys. Just want to <laughs> let you know. Just didn't know if you knew that. But, was uh, this all just a setup for Carey Price praise? This is uh, <laughs> <laughs> that's all it was. Wasn't it? That's <laughs> a long setup, yeah. elaborate, yeah. very elaborate. Yes. <laughs> Does he start the first game of the tournament? Carey That's very Price. interesting. Let me ask. Yeah, would you start Braden Holby or would you start uh, Carey Price for the first game? Um, I would have to see Carey Price in again. In, I'd have to see him in practice. I mean, those guys that are close to him and see him in practice every single day and mm-hmm. see his, how his confidence is and how rusty he is. Like off one game as a general fan, you can't make yeah. you can't make yeah. that call. I guess so. I, I saw not Patty Kane, but. Uh, uh, someone on Patrick Kane's line yeah. lit up Price uh, when Price went into the butterfly, and all I could think of was like, "Oh my God, his knees are made of like old rubber bands now. This is not gonna, like the, it's over." And in my heart of hearts, as a Habs fan, I'm like, "Oh my God!" And then, and then he then throughout the game, he was getting much better. And I don't know, like people forget, like he he didn't play for like nine months. Like yeah. that's, a, that's a huge endeavor. That's a full, people, uh, people, death are, cycle. people think people are gonna think that the Habs are part of the World Cup. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> The 17 the Habs. <laughs> they should be. Just they added should, last night. The Habs be, just yeah. got added to the tournament roster. You didn't even let him answer your first question, by the way. His prediction. <laughs> so is it about him? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, no. Sorry, sorry. So who do you, who do you think is going to make it to the finals? You say Canada is going to be I in there. I say Canada. Uh, I got to look how the bracket actually plays out. Um, who's on the other side? Uh, let's look this up real so quick. So Canada, U.S., Sweden, Finland on the Sweden, other side. Sweden, Finland, uh, North America. Do you think any of the uh, the specialty teams like that, like the when I say specialty, I mean like Team North America, Team Europe. Do you think they have a shot? Uh, 
North America, you think? Because that would be what a sweetheart story that would be, be for fan, Team Earth. That would be fantastic, and I would love, yeah. I would love to see that. But they you look, see, they look ace right now. They look pretty good <laughs> right now, man. They they do look really good right now. Uh, hold on, you're gonna get Europe. Yeah. Definitely is not making it anywhere. So yeah, I'd put, like to just put them out. Jeez, they're, they're done. <laughs> if Finland or Sweden's on the other side, I, I could see a Canada, Sweden. Canada, Sweden. People, I don't know why it's every year. People sleep on Sweden and they yep. sleep on Finland, yep. and they they're like, yeah, well, we got this. But then every year they're perennial. They're either there. they're yep. on the podium every year. Yep. The one team I think I'm confident saying I, I don't expect to see on the podium would be Russia. I don't think Russia is going to Europe make a splash <laughs> or Europe <laughs> team Europe or team Russia. Um, I'm excited for that first round match between North America and Sweden because I think they're going to start Markstrom against North America yeah, because yeah. they play Finland the day before yeah. and then they'll be coming off the one night's rest to play North America. So wow. Markstrom will get the start against the Young Guns, which will be... Is that confirmed? Is he going to get the start? Well, you got to think that that's... You would think so. Yeah. I'm, I'm in a room with two Canuck fans here. Like, you're pretty, pretty I'm confident. just saying Markstrom's going to well, get lit up by the fucking Young Kids. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Jeez. Guys, I love Markstrom, don't get me wrong, but come on now. <laughs> uh, yeah, let's see here. Um, yeah, so we have Team Canada, Team Czech Republic, Team Finland, Team Russia, Team Sweden, Team USA, Team Europe, and Team North America. Team Czech Republic, uh, any chance of them doing going farther than first round of this tournament? Uh, I'm going to say no. Yeah. I'm going to say no, no, just based on the other teams that are there. Really, yeah. Because, like, I don't know, man. It's pretty pretty tough. I'm going to go ahead and here's my finals pick. Okay. I'm going to pick Team Canada. No reason. Versus the Habs. Versus the Habs. <laughs> team and Habs. Team, team Habs. Habs. Price will play both nets. And uh, <laughs> it'll be a real tired. <laughs> zero, zero, draw. <laughs> it'll be a draw, as God intended. Yeah. No, uh, I will, I'll have... Uh, I'm going to pick uh, Team Canada, and I'm going to pick... Uh, I'm going to go ahead and pick Finland. I think uh, Finland is going to just sneak one in there. Just, I don't know. They have the speed and they have the skill to uh, make a lot of those teams look silly. That's all I'm going to say. Mm -hmm. I mean, And you know what's weird? On paper, though, Russia should be the team every I year. I watched the other day. I mean, Ovechkin and Tarasenko on your power play. Are you kidding? That's, this is a gimme, right? But then what? You're You're missing, like, I don't know. Like Makarov, basically. <laughs> if you, if you, uh, I don't know if you saw Tarasenko's goal from like the the top of the circles. When uh, on the power play, like two, a couple nights ago. Uh, who's I think that I saw the highlights. Of yeah, it. I yeah. saw him in the highlights too. Just he just placed it in the net. His yeah. shot is ridiculous. It's unbelievable. Cover athlete. Which is cover anyways, athlete of NHL 17. Literally just placed it. it just <laughs> literally like looked, found a spot and just placed it in the net. That was the most smooth. Segway plug ever <laughs> for the cover athlete ever. You're like, just saying, man, it's amazing. What's his What's his defensive awareness? Good Nine, question. Ninety nine. No, it could be. Like, yeah. it might be a little bit low. A little, a little bit a little low. low. He might I, call us on that. His level. shots beauty, though. I bet. Just his shots are ridiculous. Yeah. I got a I got a good question for what do you, who's gonna get hurt in the World Cup of Hockey? Oh you God, know one guy's oh, gonna man. get you. One somebody, a star player is gonna go down. Well, yeah. we've already seen one guy go down. Didn't. Uh, didn't the new horse in the net there for the Toronto Maple Leafs go down? Oh, Freddie Anderson. Freddie went Anderson down. went yeah, he's, down. He's already out. Yeah. Yeah. They, they traded quite a bit for that guy. So uh, I, I think that's he's for the season, right? 
No, no, he's down uh, three to four weeks. Three to four weeks. Three to four weeks okay. for body injury. Oh, he'll be back then. He'll be back. Care. It's because it gives him more time to play <laughs> in Shell 17. Yeah, that's right. That's right. He's, he's, he's a, planned this. He's a, so uh, we talked about, uh, we're going back to NHL 17 for a second. We could always go back. Just, he, you know, uh, I was trying to take the pressure off the accelerator there. That's well, all. we talked about, uh, we talked about sort of that. We talked about the, the, you know, the three, three sort of motivations for playing, the social, yeah. the fantasy, and the competitive. So, Freddie, when I met Freddie, uh, huge fan of NHL. Uh, huge fan of the EA Sports Hockey League. And what he does is he plays the EA Sports Hockey League with his buddies back home. And so he uses our game to keep in contact with all the buddies he grew up with. And they play on the EA Sports Hockey League team t- together. Yeah, he, yeah. Doesn't play, he doesn't play goalie, but he plays it for the social aspect of, uh, of the experience. So Yeah, just like uh, chirping and stuff. Yeah. What's his gamer tag, Rammer? Can't uh, expose him here. No. Obviously. No. <laughs> no. See that, Seamart? I was... I was socially aware that you can't. You just... did try a little though. I did. You would have taken it. Yeah, if you, you would have said it, I would have. I would have definitely been yeah. like, boom, flash it on the screen, something like that. Uh, <laughs> that's funny. Um, what you just said something, Savedra, that made me think. Uh, oh, for injuries. Uh, I don't want to speculate on someone's pain, but uh, no, but it's somebody like someone is going to go uh, down. Somebody's going to go down. I don't know. USA like USA is already fighting and stuff. They're... <laughs> Man, fucking bomb. Yeah, how about how, hockey. Hockey. <laughs> how chippy was that game? That was pretty good, eh? The the Team Canada and Team USA. I was thinking to myself watching, because I, I hadn't watched hockey in about four months at that point. Yeah. I was thinking, I'm like, man, these guys look like they didn't take a second off. Especially Joe Thornton, who did not shave his playoff beard, oh, by the way. Oh, man, that's nice. He is looking nice. <laughs> just nice. Just prehistoric in yeah. his, his approach. I love it. It's just it's a beautiful look. He's using product in that thing for sure. For sure. He has... <laughs> Two sponsorship, possibly three bombs that he's using. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. beard bombs. Yeah, he's going product placement. Yeah, for sure. Uh, I was gonna say, um, in the World Cup of Hockey, uh, there is like a lot of intrigue right now within the team North America because of the younger players. Yeah, and this might be the only time we get to see uh, uh, Connor McDavid and Austin Matthews and. Uh, Jack Eichel, Jack Eichel uh, yeah. all playing, you know, and it's, and obviously so many other amazing players on that team. Um, do you feel like this this game because it replaces the All Star format, right? They're not going to do an All Star game this year. No, they're still doing All Star in, uh, Are in they? LA. Yeah, All Star in LA this year. Okay, then let me change my question. Then, do you feel like this World Cup of Hockey? Do you feel like this kind of overshadows the All Star game now a little bit because mm. you know the Team North America aspect is like. Very yeah. reminiscent of how they used to do the, the, yeah. the before when they switched it from conferences to. Yeah, you know. I think they're two. Uh, so I think no is the answer for, in my opinion. I think yeah. the two are separate, completely separate events. I think this fan, people are, you know, just pent up demand for hockey and to see such high caliber hockey to kick off the hockey season is fantastic. Instead of having to wait to go through training camps and stuff like that, so I think that's you know that's fantastic. And I think the All Star when the All Star game comes around, people are gonna be excited just to see those guys on the ice together. They should Understand have skills competition going. for this World Cup hockey. Well, so yeah, yeah, they should have. That, <laughs> yeah, that's no a kidding. missed opportunity for sure. No kidding. Yeah, they could have definitely done a skills comp. That would have been very interesting to see uh, some of the young guns. I think. So why don't they do that at the Olympics? Yeah, Individual why don't, yeah. gold medals for, you know, boom. <laughs> okay, yeah, how about this for... i the shit out of that. <laughs> individual, yeah. individual. Hardest slap shot, gold medal. Why not? There you go. Uh, in terms That's of... part of All-Star game. It is, I, do like, I do enjoy the skill comp more than the actual game. 
I, last I don't year know. was good though. The three last, three last year, the game was really good. Last year actually was very compelling. I'll, yeah. I'll give you that. Um, but it, it is weird though how like the skills comp was this kind of sideshow freak show yeah. thing, and then it's now it's this you know bragging rights kind of thing that's turned into. Um, I was gonna say, uh, let's hear some predictions. Do you think uh, Gary Bettman's gonna hold hold on to his guns here and not allow the players to go to the Olympics in twenty? 2018? Is it 2018 Olympics? Next year? It'd be 2018. Yeah, yeah, next year? Yeah. Um, I don't know. I mean, we'll see what happens here. I think the World Cup is sort of the first, you know, the first dabble by the NHL and the PA into sort of international hockey. And, and I think we'll see what the feedback is coming out of it. And I don't know. It probably ties more into that Savedra's question, which is how many injuries. Well, Because if like sure. three or four injuries come out, I'm sure the owners will just veto it. I mean, there's injuries, there's the insurance stuff, there's... Um, That's right. Didn't... Team Canada have a weird thing with the 2014 Olympics where they could only practice in, uh, not like they couldn't practice on skates. Do you remember this? Uh, early was, on, yeah. yeah there's a, in summertime. Yeah. In the summertime, they, they had to do uh, like, like roller, walk arounds. Yeah. yeah, like walk around rollerball. Yeah. And I remember thinking, like, that's that's really strange, right? That'd be like if you put together an all star football team or yeah. a soccer team and you're like, we can't use balls today, but we can draw. Touch it. football. We can touch, yeah, touch <laughs> football, basically. Like, yeah, like, that's really strange, but it all comes down to insurance and money. I think so, yeah. Very weird. Very strange concept. That said, ball hockey is pretty sweet, though. Ball hockey is pretty rad, yeah. though. Yeah. Why do you play it? ball hockey? Do I play ball hockey? Yeah. Uh, you know, a little bit of work last, once in a while. Yeah. I've been playing... Well, with yeah, with the boys down at EA play yeah, a bit I'll of ball tell you, hockey? Well, one of the things we do... So I play once a year for sure. Uh, one of the things we do at work is... Because um, we work closely with the NHL, so they'll come out usually October, November. And they'll send out four sets of NHL jerseys. And we break up, break up everyone involved in the franchise into four teams. And uh, we have a little, you know, those mini Stanley Cups that we play for. And every... You know, I, I would say it's been a couple of years now, but every, you know, third or fourth year... We'll bring the real Stanley Cup so guys can come to work and play Ooh. ball hockey for the real Stanley Cup and then get to take yeah. it out at night and have some fun with it. So. What? For the, so a ball hockey tournament <laughs> leads to that? Dude, that's the coolest that's thing sweet. ever. Yeah. I like how casually you just said that. You're like, yeah, well, you, you, get you know. Come, get to come to work and play for the Stanley Cup. Yeah. Like, the casually. real Stanley Cup. Yeah. It's like like a small that's tournament. Really, You're like, yeah, then I won the Stanley Cup. Yeah. Yeah. I would give my play. life to be in that game. Yeah. yeah. That's cool. <laughs> I got frostbite once playing uh, ball hockey in Kenora in the winter. It was like, it was like uh, my friend was like, "You can be goalie," and handed me the uh, the blocker and the trapper there, uh, the glove and the trapper there. And then I, I put them on and played for like forty five minutes. Had the time of my life. Uh, came inside and and pulled off my gloves and it was like pins and needles and knives going through my hands. And I was like, "What's going on?" Oh. Just started bawling my eyes. I was, I was just such a young guy. I started bawling my eyes out and. Uh, and and then uh, it was my friend's mom. She was like, "You didn't wear gloves under the gloves, like you know, like went because it's it's like minus like twenty five or something like that. Yeah. I'm playing in ball hockey, and I was like, I thought the gloves would act as gloves. Like yeah. just so stupid, you know. That kind of thing. It was really bad. It was a bad situation. <laughs> Good tale, bud. Good tale. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, yeah. Anyway, now I use my hands to play NHL 17. <laughs> Boom. Turned it all around. There you go. Um, I guess, uh, you know, here's the thing. I'm trying to respect professionally where, where you are with respect to the release of the game. I want, yeah. I want to pump it as much as possible. I want to be able to put as many eyes and ears on it as possible, of course. But I also, like, I, I, I just think you're, like, one of the good guys. You're a good guy. You're, you're a nice dude to hang out with. You're, cool. you're a nice guy. You have good vibes. There are a lot of people um, 
in this industry that are not <laughs> of the same vibe as you. So I, I kind of wanted to highlight that about you because, you know, um, I'll pay you later. Yeah, exactly. Go. I'll put you over in public. Yeah. You know? uh, the, uh, the thing about that though is like, you know, you have interests outside of gaming. Sure. What, what is something in your very limited time that you enjoy doing? Um, right now just playing with my kid and that's probably the first thing for me. I think she's at an age now where, um, it's like a little buddy. And uh, yeah. just go hang out and do stuff. It's pretty fun. Um, How old is she now? She's eight. Eight. So that's probably first and foremost. And then second, I like to get out and golf. Mm-hmm. I love golf and I love just, um, to, you know, you take three, four hours and you go on the golf course and it's, you're challenging yourself every time that you go out there and you meet. So I'm the type, like, I love it. Um, so I'll go out there and golf by myself and you meet just fascinating people on the golf course. And when you golf with strangers for three and a half, four hours, you meet you know, people from all kinds of walks, different walks of life, and you get to hear their life story in four hours. It's pretty amazing. I recommend, I highly recommend, people don't, you know, people are like, hey, you play golf by yourself. That's kind of weird, but mm. I highly recommend playing golf yourself with some strangers because you just get the, you get people's highlights and their lowlights. You get it all right? in four yeah. hours. You go on a roller coaster ride. <laughs> yeah, like, you know, we kind of scratch that itch a little bit here with, with what you're saying because, you know, every week we get these like very unique, uh, interactions with people. Yeah. You know, sometimes we have a return of a guest yeah. uh, like yourself and we'll get to hear something like that where I'm like, that's very interesting. Yeah. And you, because you have these, you know, in a world where everyone's checking their phones every few minutes and all that stuff, you have these prolonged dialogue with people where, you know, like we're on the links yeah. and you're just like, hey, uh, you know, where'd you go to school? Oh man, I went to school here and there and yeah. that kind of thing. And you get these really, really well fleshed out, developed stories. That's pretty cool. It. What do you, where do you, get that kind of social awareness like did, did you know someone growing up like that was that like no i don't know i just i think i think you just so for me um when i started working when i left sports i never thought that i'd be a, be part of a team anymore i think was like you know teams team is done camaraderie and I, and, yeah, yeah and you know uh, you know people establishing a vision whether it's a stanley cup or a championship whatever and everyone doing everything it takes to get to that goal and then started in games and started radical and got to ea and um, being part of that team atmosphere and realizing that everyone has a different story, a different path to getting there. Um, and then, you know, I look at, um, you know, like my parents, stuff like that, who have from, from the Caribbean, from Trinidad, and now, you know, I'm working in hockey, go figure that story out. Right. Right. Yeah. Um, everyone's got, everyone's got their story. I find people's stories fascinating. I find people's jobs, their professions, uh, fascinating. Like I got buddies who are cops. I'm like, buddy, take me on a ride along. We'll see what you do day in day out. I got a buddy who works. Um, you know, in the restoration industry, I'm like, take me, take me along for a day. Let me see what you do. Let me see your world as, you know, unfiltered and just see mm-hmm. how you live every single day. And I think just a fascinating, same thing with traveling too. When I travel, um, you know, as much as I like sitting on a resort and, and being an all inclusive, <laughs> I also like getting off the resort and then, you know, we we're in the Dominican last year and just seeing the way people live around the world. Um, the actual culture, not the actual culture and not the resort live, culture. Yeah, yeah. People live in like places uh, with galvanized <clears throat> roofs and, and no running water and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And that's, you know, and eight people in a room like this, and that's people's lives. And, yeah. you know, taking my daughter and let her sort of experience that and, and see that, you know, it's not, you know, it's not easy for a lot of people out there. I think just taking, I'm just fascinated with people's stories more than anything. That's cool, man. I, lo- I really appreciate that because you have proven yourself in the past to be a really good uh, travel guide. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, that was funny when we... Uh, oh, yeah, that's right. We had this encounter in an airport like on a red eye. It was like 4 a.m. or something like that. That's right. And, Nova uh, Scotia, right? That's you right. Nova Scotia. I was going to Halifax and, yeah. and you were saying... Uh, 
uh, you, you hit me in the, in, on Twitter on my DM, and you're like, "Hey, if you're uh, if you have any time, go to check out this little town called Lunenburg. You'll yeah. love it." And then you know what? We did have time, and it was like the highlight of our trip. It was That's actually awesome. yeah. And think about it, man, we you completely shaped <laughs> my, think, think about that like we were we probably wouldn't have gone and and i was like no we should go we should i was like it comes on a strong recommendation which i appreciate now even more so because if you were just like whipping that out there like like ah if you want to and then yeah. i show i'm like what the fuck yeah it's like yeah what's the name of the boat that let's say it's the on the nose. dime it's on the dime the the, yeah the blue nose, the blue nose is there, yeah. yeah it's a beautiful little boat like that's not so something you go to like dime yeah yeah. <laughs> yeah 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 it's not little at all by yeah, the way it's, it's like giant <laughs> giant boat yeah uh but yeah um okay hey i was gonna say i don't want to take any more of your time i know we uh we've we've got a lot to cover here and you've had quite a long year <laughs> if i if i can say so i'll release you from your earthly duties here in a moment but uh rammer if people want to follow you online how can they do so Follow me on Twitter at Rammer34. Rammer34. And Saavedra, how do people follow you online? Uh, you can follow me at the Saavedra on Twitter. That's right. Yeah. How do you spell that? Uh, the uh, S-A-A-V-E-D-R-A. <laughs> there you go. S-A-A-V-E-D-R-A, Saavedra. And uh, Chris Martin, your return to the show. Wolf did fantastic while you were away, by the way, for the last few weeks. I um, believe it. I, I think it, it's amazing the work that you do. So uh, thanks for coming back and keep sure. doing it so well. How can uh, how can people follow you? It's not a thing. It's not a thing. It's not a thing. No, they, nope. no option? Nope. Okay. I mean, no. No. <laughs> Just, I love it. And it's back. The, <laughs> the running joke is mysterious, back. Mysterious. Yeah, mysterious C-Mart. People are going like, to stalk yeah. you to figure it out. No, nope, not mysterious. Just not a It actually says in the notes, don't bother. When it says, <laughs> quoting C-Mart, it says, no, I just... Don't, don't bother like that. Uh, and if you want to follow the podcast, you can do so by going to intergalacticinterviews.com or you can find us on iTunes and Stitcher and YouTube and SoundCloud. Don't know how much longer we'll be on SoundCloud, but come check us out there if you Why want. Not? And uh, <laughs> Just saying, yeah. And uh, if you want to follow me, you can follow me at MD underscore Boomsday. That's all across the board. Twitter, Snapchat, uh, Facebook, Instagram. Okay. If you guys want to go buy NHL 17, it's available worldwide on Thursday, September 15th, and it's available in North America. 27 minutes. 27 minutes from this moment. <laughs> uh, but it's available September 13th, 2016, and uh, it's available multi-platform. Boosh. What can I say? Uh, Rammer, always a pleasure to have you on the show. Friend of the show. Thank you for having me. Yeah, always fun. Thanks for coming. Always the best, man. And uh, you guys at home, thanks for tuning in. Thanks for tuning in to Facebook Live and uh, shooting us your questions. Thanks to Reddit. Uh, that's subreddit. Um, I think that might be the first time anyone's ever thanked Reddit publicly. And uh, that's about it. No, uh, all right. We'll see you guys all next week. Love you. Yeah.